Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Friction on the front lines. Tensions are running high. Fear on the job. Everybody's cute. Everybody. College students go to court. The online classes aren't the same as in-person classes. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a time of unrest and uncertainty in the United States. The coronavirus pandemic persists, more businesses reopen, and debate rages about public health and the need to earn a living. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca in Dallas. Hair salon owner Shelley Luther remains behind bars today. Her sentence becoming a flashpoint for those hoping to kickstart the economy. Former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin showed up at her salon yesterday in a show of support. This was the scene outside a bar in Odessa, Texas earlier this week. A SWAT team confronted armed protesters. Seven people, including owner Gabrielle Ellison, were arrested. Why would you bring in SWAT on a peaceful situation? The landmines are planted, and as we begin to walk around, we're going to step on them. Dr. Eric Bing is an epidemiologist at Southern Methodist University. His concern? At least 28 states are seeing a rise in new cases, including Texas. Yet, 43 states are at least partially reopened. A Tyson Foods plant is reopening today in Waterloo, Iowa. More than 400 workers there came down with the virus, and those going back are concerned. Everybody's cute. Everybody's scared. I need money. He needs money, he says. Tyson says there will be an online clinic and workers will be screened every day. The Associated Press reports a 17-page CDC report on how and when local leaders should reopen during the pandemic has been shelved by the Trump administration. Former CDC chief Dr. Tom Frieden on CBS This Morning. These are tough decisions. What we need to do is reopen gradually, try to figure out how to do that while protecting the most vulnerable people, recognizing that there are important economic activities that need to resume. President Trump says we should be safe but accept the risk of dealing with the virus while restarting the economy. His virus task force will focus on that now. I had no idea how popular the task force is until actually yesterday. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy reports there are questions about how the president's son-in-law arranged for young volunteers from Wall Street to help the government get desperately needed medical gear. The president describes the team recruited by Jared Kushner as brilliant young people. Some people would say nerds. But to California Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna, they didn't have the competence. Coming mainly from the worlds of finance and corporate consulting, the volunteers were tasked with getting leads on masks, gloves, gowns, and ventilators for FEMA to purchase. But one source tells CBS News close to 70% of the leads were scrapped. 
Khanna believes the arrangement complicated FEMA's ability to obtain needed supplies. Frontier Airlines says it's dropping the plan to charge extra for passengers to lock in an empty seat next to them for social distancing. It was seen as a money grab in the face of safety. Small-town hospitals are facing challenges of their own in this pandemic. CBS's Janet Shamlian, reporting from Texas, says they're caught in a money crunch. These are frightening times for rural hospitals like Rolling Plains Memorial, which has recently lost almost $2 million in revenue. Donna Boatwright is the CEO. A continuation of that could be devastating. The 35-bed facility is almost empty. One of its biggest revenue makers, Elective Surgery, had been put on hold to save room for COVID-19 patients. They've only had one. It's a financial strain for sure. As a caregiver, I can tell for you it's more than your job. I am called to serve. This is our home, and we want to do well. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Sweetwater, Texas. Running out for a simple cup of coffee has required some planning during this pandemic. Many Starbucks locations that closed will be brewing again, as we hear from CBS's Matt Piper. By the end of the week, the coffee giant plans to reopen 85% of its locations under modified operations and hours. Moving toward cashless transactions, hoping its mobile app will be the dominant form of payment in drive throughs and for curbside pickup. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is home from the hospital. The 87-year-old Supreme Court justice participated in case arguments yesterday after getting treatment for an infection caused by a gallstone. About 500 people have been forced from their homes in the Florida panhandle by a wildfire that now covers 2,000 acres. It's being spread by strong winds and dry conditions. Everyone goes through things, scary moments, but this might be one of the closest moments I think I've ever come to losing my family. The Forest Service says some structures have been destroyed by the flames. At least eight people died. More than 1,000 got sick from a chemical leak at an industrial plant in southern India. The leak and a fire came as workers restarted the plant after a coronavirus shutdown. LeBron James tweets, We're literally hunted every time we step foot outside the comfort of our homes. His frustration is over the story in Brunswick, Georgia, of a black man shot and killed while on a jog three months ago. There is no criminal case against the two white men involved. John Davis Perry of the local NAACP. We all stand in agreement that the way that this case was handled was handled absolutely wrong. We expect that justice be done swiftly and immediately. Well, students have faced some of the most daunting challenges in the pandemic. As CBS's Nicole Killian tells us, some in college say what they're getting is not what they paid for. Anthony Rojas is a second-year graduate student at the University of Florida, now suing the school to recoup fees for services he says he can't access while in quarantine. Transportation fees, also health fees, you know, for health centers that we can't go to right now. Rojas says it's about $1,000. These last few months have been a matter of, you know, scrounging money and just trying to find a way to pay rent, pay food. We're talking about over 300,000 Florida students. Adam Moskowitz is his attorney. So that's about $26 million. Extrapolate that across the country. We're talking about millions of students and millions of dollars. At least 28 lawsuits requesting refunds have been filed against colleges and universities around the country. The case was serious, the circumstances were unusual, and some of what was heard was unexpected. 
CBS's Steve Futterman explains. When you are on your cell phone, you can be doing many things the person you are talking with would have no idea about. And that's what might have happened during Wednesday's Supreme Court oral arguments. The arguments are taking place by teleconference, but listen closely. During one of the lawyer's arguments, you hear a toilet flush. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to... Those listening to the feed heard it live. No one is saying who is responsible. The justices know you have the right to remain silent. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Football Hall of Famer Brett Favre is repaying more than a million dollars in welfare money to Mississippi, money for speaking engagements where he never showed up. It came from a nonprofit caught up in a state embezzlement scheme. Favre is not facing any charges. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.